Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. So wonderful to have you here for this really incredible reading with Erin. We look at a lot of things today. And Erin is here looking for guidance on how to move forward in her life. She recently had knee surgery and is feeling very limited because she's stuck in a chair and unable to move. And recently she's taken the leap of leaving her corporate job to follow her heart and grow her spiritual business as an Akashic healer. Yet she's wondering what she needs to do to move forward in a bigger way. So we look at some really great topics through this reading and a big one of the importance of being in your body and how we really have to go down and connect with the earth because we are a divine being, but we live in a spiritual body in this life, in this existence. And it's so important that we honor this body. We honor our connection with the earth as well as our spirit guides and with spirit and the unseen world. So it's this balance between the two. We also talk about preventing burnout from accessing spiritual information without having your body as a power source. We look at your body as a portal for manifestation, how spending time in nature and connecting with your body as a vessel your soul lives in is just vitally important. We look at overgiving and burnout and how they can lead to complications in the body. And then we look at living on purpose in alignment with your values and your priorities. So lots of really great stuff today. I love you, love you, love you, and enjoy this reading. Hi, Erin. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? I am just venturing into the world of just having my spiritual business be my business and I just kind of want to see what else, like, you know, you talk to people, whatever, are things coming? Is this the right direction that I'm supposed to be going? I feel like big things are coming, but I feel like there's been some stalls in there. So is is there something else I'm supposed to be doing? You know, is there anything in the lines of that, that I should be more exploring besides I'm looking at other avenues of income and doing different things, but I want my spiritual work to be my work. So I just, if there's anything with it, that'd be awesome. Yeah, thank you for your question. So as I track the energy coming in, there's the sensation of air coming in through my nose and going down all the way into my cells. And there's a lot of energy swirling. And I get the sensation that you're pulled in a lot of different directions, that all this energy that I'm experiencing, it's all leaking out of you. There's a lot of power and potential in what you're doing. And yet it's as if like the breath comes in and the ideas and the power and everything that's connected to what you're doing. But then I see it just leaving your body as it comes down into your power centers, your lower chakras, where 
it gives you the ability to actually create in the world. So the intention is coming in really beautifully from the spiritual, but there's this disconnect once it actually tries to make it into your ability to manifest and create. So what happens when I share that with you? What do you make of that? It kind of makes sense. But, you know, then I wonder, is it because I've had surgery and I've been stuck in this? You know what I mean? Like, is it just the last six weeks or is it kind of overall in general? Like, I don't doubt it. I've been trying to figure out that aspect of it. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I just don't know if there's something that I'm missing. You know what I mean? It just kind of feels like, like, what is it? It's like, I can't figure out that puzzle piece. Yeah. So the way I see it is that you're bumping up against, I sat before we jumped on our call and I tuned into you. And what I saw was the images, somebody cleaning out the gutters of a house and the gutters were filling up. And so the way the information read were there things that you need to look at. There's things that are unprocessed from your childhood that have been handed down through your family. And they're clogging up your ability to manifest, to bring through all this goodness that you have. Like, I feel you very light, very connected to spirit. There's a lot of prayer energy as in like this really wanting your prayers to be fulfilled. And then it's bumping up against unprocessed stories, beliefs, traumas, those sorts of things. The way I'm following the image, it's like you're sitting in a cauldron, like you've been a witch in past lifetimes. And we all know that that didn't go well. And that's still floating around in your field. Like it needs to be released. It needs to be processed in order to free you from your energetic field, thinking that, oh gosh, here I go again, teaching spirituality in a lifetime and that didn't go well. And you're bumping up against that. So what do you know about that in your history? I teach Akashic Records. I do a lot of work in Akashic Records, a lot of clearing, a lot of processing. So one thing that's been coming up a lot lately is layers. So things only come up when we're ready and available to release them. So I've done a lot of this work. I've done a lot of the clearing. I've done a lot of the healing. So if it's coming up still, there's just another layer that's kind of, it must be because, you know, I'm hitting kind of a new level, a new space in life. So there's another layer that I need to dig into a little bit more. Yeah. And how much do you work with the actual energetic structures as opposed to just, say, reading the spiritual information? There's that level of, well, these are the energetic components that are at play. I kind of let spirit guide it. If it's something that I need to figure out, if it's a certain being or energy or entity or thing that I need to work with, I really kind of leave that part open to whatever the situation or circumstance, or if it's an ancestral or whatever it is, I really leave it very open. If it's the angels that need to help, or if I'm clearing some deep, dark things from myself or others, I really leave it pretty open to whatever's coming up with whatever I'm asking about, really. Okay. Because the way I see it and understand it is there's the spiritual world where we have the angels, where we're connected to this higher divine consciousness, our soul, all of that lives in the sort of upper realms. 
the connected right to the upper chakras and the Akashic records and all the beautiful things that we have available to us through the spiritual world. And then we descend into our body, which is part of the physical world, which is really built upon through the energetic structures that are at these lower densities and lower frequencies that we need in order to support the higher because we are in a body and that body needs to be resourced. It needs to have power. And if we're spending a lot of time going up into the spiritual realms, but we're not spending time nurturing, grounding, bringing in this lower frequency that nurtures and feeds our body, so we can clear in the spiritual, but we also have to clear in these lower frequencies as well. The problems live or the challenges live in both of these realms because we are spiritual, but we're also physical. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. My body's definitely not my biggest advocate. So this is like my 12th surgery in five years. So my body and I have definitely been through the ringer. I mean, right now I'm literally six weeks in this chair. I go to the bathroom and I take a shower and I go to physical therapy. So there's no movement. There's not a lot of anything. So my body definitely is the heavier part of me, literally and figuratively. But yeah, so I mean, definitely the heaviness of my body makes sense and nurturing it more. And that's something Spirit has kind of been saying, like, I mean, obviously I can't move or go out or be with nature, but with the surgery, I chose to stay upstairs so that I could have sunlight and at least, you know, have a little bit of seat outdoors and stuff, but definitely more nurturing my actual physical body. It definitely resonates. Yeah, because the body is where the power comes through. So in order to foot your business, in order to manifest and create the life you want, it has to be in partnership with what is happening with your body on earth. We can't just create and manifest entirely through intention. There has to be a physical component that we're trying to bring it through to. And we need our body. We need the relationship with our body in order for that to happen. That makes sense. And you know what? I've never really thought, I mean, obviously I know that they're connected. I just haven't pushed the two together that much before, I guess. I mean, they always just work. So, you know, I never really, but it definitely makes sense that I need to help my body a little bit more if I can. Yeah. And especially as you're moving into this realm where you are accessing divine information more frequently. What can happen is that can burn our physical body out because we're taking in a lot of energies from others. We're working in these higher vibrations. We're accessing information in a really powerful way. So we need to have a base that we can run that through. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. It makes sense you get burned out a little faster. Because the one thing I definitely have noticed is that the hunger, it's been hard to control. And I've never had a problem with that usually in my life. So I definitely think my body's telling me, pay more attention to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's an incredible ally that we just have not been taught how to relate to most of us, right? And it is in that journey that we can open up to more 
like there's this idea of really grounding in and working with our body as a vessel, as a tool to access more consciousness. Because our consciousness is not just through our feeling sensitivities, right? Our intuitive capacities. Our body is also a highly conscious vehicle that has evolved over tens of thousands of years. And there's so much we can access from that intelligence that we, our soul is living inside of. I definitely can feel the heaviness of my body versus how easy it is for me to connect to spirit and do all things spiritual versus, you know, my body. So it definitely feels like, and kind of like that, what they put on the balloons, the weight, you know what I mean? My body definitely feels like the weight (laughs) and spirit definitely feels like the healing balloons. Anything spiritual, you know, it's easy for me to do, easy for me to access. I don't have problems, but I've done the work. You know what I mean? I've done a, a lot of the work over the years to calm my mind and to do that and to heal and to do the things. So it makes sense that my body's kind of the last chest piece on the board that I need to bring it up to par. Yeah. And I get it. I feel that there's a little bit of a disconnect in what we're taught that the spiritual journey is so much about going up and connecting with all the higher information, which is true. But this other piece isn't as talked about. You know, we talk somewhat of going into the darkness and going into the trauma and the pain, but we still almost always kind of do it from this upper spiritual feeling. And where I have found so much advancement is really sinking into the earth and sinking into the energy and the density and being connected in with my body and using it as another spiritual tool. And I I definitely know that I need to spend more time outside and I definitely don't do it very often, if at all. So, and for me, the outside is just calming and it's just very much what my, my body needs, but you just get so used to waking up, taking kids to school, working, then it's dark and then you have calls at night or you have a program or a class. And then it's like, you don't even see daylight. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I feel that that's how the world has been set up. Mm -hmm. And then we're just all playing out this narrative that is not in support of the truth of us. Well, and I think that push too, it's like getting your business to a point where it's sustainable. And it's like, the more I push now, the more that I can, then I can take more time later. But what Spirit's really been showing me is like doing way less for the people in my containers. I'm like, that doesn't feel very good. And they're like, you're giving them too much. You need to do less. You need to take more time for you. So during this recovery, especially, I've been taking more time and resting. And when I feel that human spot where you're like, I need to be working, but I'm like so tired that I can work even if I wanted to. So like technically, I don't schedule things on Wednesdays or Fridays. And now that I can't really drive or go anywhere, you know, Fridays, I was kind of taking time and going for a drive or kind of go sitting at the state park by myself or whatever. I can't do that right now, not for another month or so, but I think making more time to do those things intentionally instead of like, oh, I have 30 minutes between an appointment or something, you know, being more intentional. Yeah, I see this image of you sitting in the grass by a tree. And I'm wondering if there's anywhere close to you where you can do that, where maybe 
someone can even help you onto the ground. And even if you just have to lay, right? Like you can't sit with your knee, that you could lay on your back, just looking up at the sky and feeling the breeze, letting the earth love you and rejuvenate you. Yeah. I don't know how I'd get up is the only problem. <laughs> someone would have to come back and help you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if I can navigate that one. <laughs> it feels important. Feels like you're in this chair for a reason. Like there's something that you want to learn. And so you've created this situation where you have to stop, where you have to slow down. And you get to look at some things that you have been avoiding. And not like, oh gosh, I got to go and dig into the trauma I have with my mother and my grandmother, but more like just in your day-to-day, like where are you choosing others over yourself? Where are you saying yes when really you want to say no? Like the simple things, like how often are you cooking dinner instead of finding support of other family members to help those kinds of things where it feels oh, more luckily day my to day does all the housework. So, and cooking and cleaning. And so thank you, husband. <laughs> He's so sweet. <laughs> luckily I don't. So I feel bad about not doing more on that end, but, but it's more like the practical things, you know, like what are those practical things that someone else could do for you right now? Maybe not forever, but for now to give you this place to sit and observe and prioritize. What are your values? Really get clear on your top three, top five values, the things that are the cornerstones of your life. And then what changes can you make so that you're living more in alignment with those instead of the clock and the next meeting and the supposed to's and the should's? That makes sense. I'll kind of sit with that. Yeah, it's a beautiful practice. I think that they kind of change. You know what I mean? Like, my daughter technically just graduated high school, like in January. So technically, she's an adult, but she's not very adult. And my son just started high school, so I think those kind of change, like reciprocally, as stuff happens. And I don't know. I don't think much about it. I think you're just kind of busy, and you just kind of go. So. I don't think I've put a lot of thought into actual personal values. I mean, I know what I stand for and I know what I do and what I put into the world, but I think sitting with some values would be good. It's a life-changing endeavor when you decide purposefully the things that you are going to live in alignment with rather than just getting up and going through the day. When you craft it and you live in this devotional place sort of to what are the top priorities and congratulations on the milestones of your kids. And if family is a value, spending time with family, connecting with family, even though they are shifting in that, how do you create family can still be the value. It just threads into these nuances of where they're going to be and where they're at in their lives, but it's still the thing that you turn to. And the thing that you prioritize, even though it looks different day to day because of the way they're evolving. That makes sense. Values anchor you back to the things that are important. And then you make choices that help you live in alignment with the way you want to live rather than just getting to the end of the day and being like, God, what did I even do today? Or, oh my gosh, I did so much today. I'm exhausted. 
And that's the thing too. So exhaustion and that overwhelm and the burnout, those I have found do not come from doing too much. They come from doing too many things that are not in alignment with the truth of you. Because when you are doing what you love, you have so much more energy. And I know like you can feel that like when you get excited about a project or there's some event coming up and you're really passionate about it, so much more energy funnels through us for that. But it's when we're doing a lot of things that we're like, oh, that's what creates the exhaustion. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we get kind of used to some stuff as an adult we have to do, but I think we tend to overdo or I think I noticed it like with some of my sessions and I tend to give or overgive, and then you start feeling like, oh, I need to charge more or I need to do something because then it sometimes it feels like it lingers and it's like, okay, so definitely. I think I'm starting to recognize those points when it's like, I need to shift a little bit in the business. Like, okay, I think I'm giving too much because if I'm starting to feel a little bit of that resistance or anything like that, like, okay, what's really going on? Am I giving too much with that person or... Am I just not charging enough? So I think I'm starting to recognize those signs of inraining myself in maybe is the right way to say it. So I noticed that like with, I have a membership. So I was like constantly creating and doing, and then people weren't using this stuff. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I spending all of this time doing all these things if they're not going to use them anyway? So that was our spirit. It was like, you need to pull back. They're giving them too much. So, you know, I'm starting to, I think, recognize the kind of those signs for me, like they're starting to get more obvious. <laughs> like, hey, pay attention. Like you're hitting that space, kind of like you said, where, you know, you're just doing too many things out of alignment. So yeah. And there's a potent question in there of why do you feel you have to overgive that you could sit with and explore, right? Like there's a a there's deeper a few reasons I know. Like a lot of the mentoring that I've invested in, I didn't get what I needed. I spent a lot of money. I didn't get what I needed. I left feeling worse than when I started whatever container, whatever program. A lot of the mentors left me feeling like something was wrong with me. So I never want my students to ever feel like that. But in that same space, I'm giving too much where they're having a hard time sorting it out. So that's where I need to kind of sit back. You know what I mean? And I'm still giving them what they need. I just don't need to overgive them so many things. Yeah, I hear that. And sitting with that tender part that walked away from those containers feeling that way and really being with her and validating her can help shift the energy of this part that thinks, oh, I don't want to do that to anybody else. That's coming from her being activated still. So as you clear the things that she's still holding on to from those containers, that will allow space for you to be more authentic inside what you're offering. Makes sense. Awesome. How can I support you from here, my love? Oh, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> so does this feel like an okay place to land then? Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.